it's your girl Jade Phoenix. I am still live at Tropicon in Long Island in Hot Pog. Right? That's how you say it, Hot Pog. Right? Hot Pog. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm not from Long Island. I can't talk like in Long Island. Uh, at I'm least we're Queens. not at yet, Pink. <laughs> it's fine. We're fine. It's cool. It's cool. And I am once again joined by one of the most fantastic people in the world. Introduce yourself, sir. How's it going? I'm Dan Hort. I'm Hello. The, uh, CEO and executive producer of the Cosplay Runway. Yes. We'll be down at uh, the Marriott Marquis on September 10th at Ooh. 4 p.m. with Ooh. our uh, special blend of cosplay couture. Yes. I love that. I mean, you are quite, I would say, intimate with cosplay couture, Choco. So, somewhat, somewhat. I like to dabble in it when I have energy. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, your girls are running on spite and caffeine today. <laughs> spite and caffeine, caffeine today. It's powerful motivator. It's a very powerful motivator. <laughs> but I am so glad that you decided to sit down with us and have a conversation. Mm -hmm. Like it is a great right. honor to have you here. No, it, it is. It is. Because honestly, I've heard nothing but good things about Cosplay Runway. I mean, and I've seen pictures of it online. I myself have never personally gotten to go. So I'm just like, tell me more. Well, the first thing which is really true, and you see it in all the pictures, is we're having a lot of fun. Yeah. I have to say that that's been the most exciting part of all of this, is mm. we're just having a lot of fun. The shows have been really fun. You know, cosplay community is great. Yes. Everybody likes to have a good time. It's been friendly and, and pretty decent and we've gotten a lot of interest from real fashion people and we have a lot of comic book people we're getting a really interesting intersection of high-end yeah people that that's are amazing interested in what we're doing down there so that's terrific i mean we've got uh, we've got a tremendous lineup actually coming down the pipe here we've got uh, bill sinkevich who's comic book royalty doing a lot of uh, background art and is hopefully going to be revealing a couple of interesting portraits. That's awesome. Including the Michelle Nichols tribute. Oh, yeah. Tony Yeah. yeah. She was such a joy. Like, every time I ever saw her at a convention, she was just a pure, like, pleasure to be around. Like, you ever just be around somebody that's just absolutely, like, just, the energy is just so good. She was a real pioneer in the way that we now have comic cons that especially it's something like this like a tropic con this is true where it isn't a first world comic con yeah you really start to see how important michelle specifically and of course the entire cast and crew of that original enterprise mm -hmm. because they were doing cons in the 80s they this were is true hard tables in hotel ballrooms in the 70s yeah you know that this is a real thing and that they went on to become what they are is tremendous, and I do believe, as wonderful and as unbelievably iconic as she is, I actually think that Uhura will now move into the next level mm -hmm. of iconistic stuff, that she's already the number one African-American sci-fi character, I would think, and probably makes an argument to be the number one woman yeah. sci-fi character I, I have to time. agree with you there. I agree with that. I do think that over time now, it will emerge. Yeah. yeah. Suddenly she will, in fact, and that's the incredible thing about all this fandom stuff. It's true. Is, is that the world jockeys, that it's not over. Yeah. That this yeah. is going to be now, I, as I say, I think she's going to be catapulted. And incidentally, maybe already existed there. That, that certainly, as I say, for, for, for black sci-fi and blurs, you know, 
I'm, she's got to be right up there, if not the. And, you know, with women, as Leia, Wonder yeah. Woman, yeah. That, that's pretty big. And if you're the number one woman and you're the number one person of color, then you're one of the top three sci-fi characters. It's true. I yeah. mean, between her and Eartha Kitt in the 60s. Yeah. Right, the Catwoman. Yeah, yeah like sure. they were the pioneers there. I mean, and, and Lieutenant Uhura also like made insane contributions to science and math and no, the, she she all was of it. Just, I mean they talk about the business with Martin Luther King yeah. speaking to her, all these women that were influenced to her to go work for NASA that yep. she recruited there's no question that these are and to me and again I love to do this kind of rant <laughs> yeah, yeah. you know is is that it's it's a pretty heavy argument to be it's made it's true and as i say once you're that high up on certain lists it means you're on very, very rare air with, you know, the all-time list. Yeah, yeah. and conventions are what gets you there, honestly. Yeah. And they were no joke. As I say, we're actually having uh, Bill Sienkiewicz is coming down to do the artwork for mm. us, and we're hoping we're going to have the Michelle Nichols uh, painting and, and all that. So it's it's really exciting. But he told this fantastic story, and he also is a, you know, old-school mm. pioneer in the Comic-Cons when there yeah. wasn't a million people, and it wasn't a huge sponsorships and, and whatever, and they were just the card tables yeah. and hotel yeah. ballrooms like the one we're in right now. Yeah, and yeah. I, I love that because, like, you know, most people think they're like, oh, yeah, no, there was always, like, comic cuts. It's like, yeah, but we wouldn't have them if it wasn't for the pioneers who kept at it and kept going when there wasn't that much of a of a fan base for it at the time. Like, I mean, they still, the conventions, you know, had people coming, but it wasn't like it is today, but they kept doing it anyway. And those Trek cons are very, very early adopters. Yeah. yeah. There were Trek cons going on, you know, when the show was on and ever since. Yeah. And so it's interesting, as you say, so Bill Sienkiewicz actually tells a very interesting story about him and Michelle Nichols in a hotel lobby. Yeah. Um, in, I believe it was the 80s. So you could follow him on Instagram. Oh, definitely. He's the real Polish yeah. guy. And uh, it's a really fascinating story about, um, you know, about how interesting and what an unbelievably light persona she was. Yeah. And, you know, again, I don't think you can say enough. I, no. I'm pretty, pretty big on this type of stuff, and I don't think there's any question that, um, you know, you, we've lost a major pioneer in terms of the industry of Comic-Con. And it's been a tough year overall. You know, we lost Neil Adams and George Perez also. Mm -hmm. We're yeah. huge in the yeah, we lost a lot. fixtures yeah. in, in the Comic-Con circuit. And what we now see is, as the industry of Comic-Con, that these guys were all just as important as could be. It's true. And, you know, so we lost all three of them. And we'll be honoring them at the Cosplay Runway. Yes. I mean, September honestly, to, to steer it back to the Cosplay Runway, you have no idea how many times I'll go to a convention. Well, you might choke yeah. up. Yeah. <laughs> but you'll, you, like, to see how some cosplayers take, like, say, a Star Trek uniform, just say even just like a gold shirt and black pants, traditional Star Trek uniform, right? But then they'll do these fantastic things to them. Like the Met Gala versions. Oh yeah. my <laughs> God, they're amazing. And some of these cosplayers just are just, oh, chef's kiss. <laughs> chef's kiss with their creativity. Well, they're real artists. That's the bottom line. Is yeah. That the game has been upped in that area too. That you oh see yeah. A ton of people. There was, a, remember that film uh, that was on YouTube, The Batman Predator was sort of the original yes. breakthrough. These guys were major special effects guys in Hollywood. Yep. They, they, they were not amateurs at all. And so you do see tremendous craftsmanship in, in costuming of all kinds. 
They're waving at us here. <laughs> so popular. <laughs> oh, that's our buddy Pete. <laughs> but the, the craftsmanship is, is, is for real. And, you know, the artistry, and there's a lot of attention on it right now. I mean, you're getting major designers that are actually looking. Yeah. And the Met Gala that you said before, that yeah. that's actually been a real, that's a buzzword. I say that when I'm yeah. selling to people. <laughs> like, oh, Met Gala. And they're like, oh, yeah. You I know, mean, in all honesty, what is the Met Gala anything more than a cosplay convention? Yeah, they have a theme, and then they have to match the theme, or they just wear whatever they want. Some people don't really follow the theme. <laughs> or they steal iconic dresses. No, I'm not <laughs> And stretch them out. I'm still mad about that. Steve Azuzu here. No, that's not Steve Azuzu. Who are you? Say again. Your cosplay. Who are you cosplaying as? Kazuichi Soda from Danganronpa. Nice. What about your friends? All Danganronpas. No, we have Misa from Misa Death Note. from that's uh, and to, uh, Death Note. Brown, Hanoko. Yes. There we go. There Good we go. Work. Good work. There we go. What's she holding? Is that like a genie bottle? Uh, it's just like a spirit. It's is a spirit right? orb. Yeah. Is it? It's a spirit I orb. I thought it was one of those African uh, orbs. No. 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 <laughs> no. 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 So w- you said that the next um, cosplay runway is in December? Or September 10th. September 10th. Yeah. There we go. There we Not go. I'm even. sorry. Not I want to make sure that everybody can yep. hear it because it is very loud because sure. Tropicon is jumping right now. We are having so much fun. Right. Um, yeah. So September 10th, uh, Saturday at 4 p.m. at the Marriott Marquis. Uh, let's see who else we got on lineup. We got a ton of cosplayers. Michelle Nichols tribute. Um, we've got uh, the New York Avengers are going to be there. Oh, nice! We the know them. For cause. The uh, Paladins of cosplay. I don't think so. Not this time through. And uh, who else we got? Uh, it's funny. I'm blanking. We've got Fire X Wear. Cutie okay. Pie Sensei's nice. new bathing suit line should be pretty good. Yeah. Oh, and Cosplay Universe. Yes, we know Cosplay yeah. Universe. Yeah, they'll be coming out. Very and cool. To schedule out with them some film uh, screenings. Very cool. Yes. About screenings and fashion shows. Yeah. And then we'll be my partner Catherine's uh, husband was a very well known uh, Marvel executive, Mark Gruenwald, and he was just inducted into the Comic Book Hall of Fame. I guess now about a month ago at San Diego at the Will Eisner Hall of Fame. So that was pretty exciting. And um, so we'll be paneling at New York Comic Con as well. We'll be there. We'll be there all four days. We're doing, uh, currently we're we're slated to do uh, a Marvel bullpen. We've got all of the the big names. We'll have Bill. That's going to be fun. That's going to be a big. A bunch of from the 80s and the 90s, as many of them as we can get. And I've already got like six or seven. Wow. That's awesome. Yeah, no, it should be a lot of fun. And, you know, it's exciting for those guys, too, to be able to sort of reminisce. And a lot of these guys, you know, they, they, they've been emailing and Facebooking, but it's yeah. been a long time yeah. with COVID. It's been longer, you know, since they've all kind of gotten together. So we're excited about bringing them all together. and starting I'm excited about seeing them all in one place. Yeah, yeah that's going to be really cool. Like, um, I can tell you right now, my husband's going to shit a brick because <laughs> he has so <laughs> many... going to go to that panel. <laughs> so many of those comics... Yeah, totally. Yeah, like right. like that was when we started collecting, right. you know. So for for him, he's gonna be sitting there going, "Oh my god, oh my god, oh my god," and he's probably gonna go to that panel. 
Yeah. Depending on where we are in our days, where um, what will happen? Yeah. Because <laughs> responsibilities. New York Comic Con is tough. Yeah. You can't really uh, see everything. Yeah. Oh, my God. But, you know, a lot of those uh, comics are what the TV shows are now based on. Yes. So there's a lot of interest in this generation. It's true. The 80s and 90s storyline. Yeah. So that seems to be the thing. Um, and they're, you know, again, these are all really interesting people. Yeah. So there's more stories than there is time. Yeah. Well, on the Phoenix Gate, we will learn how to make time. Yes. That's what we do. We always make time. If not, we try to make it stand still. <laughs> Doesn't always work, but sometimes it does. But you have to have time in order to make time. Ah, but see, yeah. that's the fun thing. The Most people <laughs> don't realize where our name actually came from. Yes, I don't have any idea where your name actually came from. So, you know, because I didn't want to plagiarize the big evil mouse, I can't use the traditional spelling of Phoenix. I can't, because if you watched the show Gargoyles... Back in the day, uh-huh. how did they time travel? They uh, used the Phoenix Gate. Uh, uh-huh. So I used the traditional Irish spelling of the word Phoenix, and that's how you get our name. Because we travel backwards, forwards, and hopefully someday future. Right. I like it if it's the Gaelic. It is. I like that. I will say, though, I don't know what kind of show we have here. It's a little close to fecal. Yeah, so I've gotten that before. Saw it, I actually did, and it does. I've gotten that before. Fly, it's know? fine. You know why? Because I, whenever anybody makes that mistake, I say it's fine. I talk a lot of shit. Right. <laughs> it's fine. We talk a lot of yeah, shit on this do. podcast. We, we do. do. Right. I like it. There's there no go. holes barred on this podcast. We are not safe for work. Not at all. Nope. I never listen to it at work. Sadly. No. <laughs> I made that mistake once. <laughs> One time. Mm, nope. <laughs> Didn't go well. Did not go well for me. But. I thought you were concerned about the Phoenix was the next man. No, that's my other waifu. Because they also are owned by the mouse. Now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they weren't when I created this show. Oh, so. Right. Yeah. But it, it is um, one of those things that I was worried about. So. I did it my way. Right. You know, got to do it. I'm from New York. I did it my way. I know. I was going to I was gonna start singing, then I was like, nah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, yeah. So, and unlike September, are you doing any others in the tri-state area, or is it just September? Well, we'll be back in New York Fashion Week in February. Right. For sure. And after that, it's a little sketchy. Mm-hmm. We um, usually do things down in Miami during our Basel. Right. So that'll be in December, but it's not slated yet. And then we have an art fair, the Kaffa, in Barbados in March. Wow. And we do a lot of geek stuff there. Anime Con, which is the preeminent con in... Um, the Caribbean is in Barbados a week from today. Oh, wow. So if you're down there in Bridgetown, you want to go check that out for sure. Get your passports and go. 100%. <laughs> um, I was, we have activities there. We're going to have, do some photo shooting and we're going to be down there. I mean, there. Man, the I setting can't even down imagine, there, right? Yeah. The setting down there has got to be so beautiful for some of these cosplay I shoots. Would, I would make a Kingdom I would Hearts die. thing for sure. Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, they're just the coming beach. out of COVID, so this is a 
past year, but yeah. next year, you know, for sure. Yeah. It's a, you know, it's a lot of fun. It's a really great show. Omar and Mel do a fantastic job. Yeah. Keeping everybody in, you know, in, in there. And it's, it's, as you say, it's the, it's a preeminent show in, in the Caribbean by a, by a mile. Um, and it's home field for us. I love so that. We're hoping to, you know, to, we've got, uh, we're doing their, that event. I, I personally not going to be there, but, but I have people down there. Um, and then again, we're talking about doing a variety of runways over the next, maybe around Halloween. Oh my God, a Halloween, a Halloween runway. runway. Cosplay is for real. The geek community down in the Caribbean is as real as it gets. Yeah. All the islands have it, and it's it's you know they're super fans, and they, I love that. They're very I love informed, that too. You know, the, the, and they're fun. And, you know, they and it's 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 a little it's a lot less commercial in some ways. Yeah. And so there's much more of that kind of camaraderie. Yeah. Feel that's that is you know still exists. It's probably a lot less competition. Like well, I don't know, the here, competition's pretty fierce. On the, the competition, cosplay. yeah, but yeah. I mean, like personally, sometimes no, in the cosplay community, mean. yeah, it can get a little sketch. Yeah, sure. <laughs> can get a little sketch. I think it's a real problem, by the way. I think it's fair to say. I think listen, in the U.S. and maybe worldwide, everybody's on edge. Yeah, and so uh, yeah. I give a lot of people space now with bad behavior, but and I get it. The bad behavior is on the massive rise. Yeah, but I do think that ultimately <sighs> it's not acceptable. And Emotional damage. Right, exactly. yeah. <laughs> Emotional damage. It's true. But they're they are they're very supportive. And what's great, you know, when they do the cosplay uh, contest, you know, every con has them. Yeah. It's, they cheer for the kid that's you know with a crummy mask, the worst costume ever. Oh, we and love they cheer that. For the best costume ever. They just you know they just go nuts for it. Because and, honestly, you know, I've I've seen, I've been cosplaying for twenty one years. Twenty one years I've been cosplaying. And I mean, you can kind of count it longer because my mother used to make my Halloween costumes for me growing up. And it would always be something that original. Like, I mean, I was a a purple crayon, Crayola crayon. I was a present, um, you know, and she would always help me make these cosplays from when I was a little kid. So it just continued to grow for me. And then when I was 16, I did my first anime character. So it just got worse from there. But <laughs> it went downhill. It went downhill from there. But when I tell you that this was like possibly on today's cosplay standards, <laughs> I took two Christmas bows and stapled them to a white leotard and wore a blue tennis skirt and said I was Sailor Moon. Right. I had no wig. I had no boots. I had no gloves. I did not have the, the nothing. It was literally held together with staples. <laughs> and you would think that, it, like, to me, it was the greatest thing I've ever done. And if I had ever taken that to a cosplay, you know, contest here, I think I would have gotten cheers back then. Now, because I'm older, probably not. If I was a kid and I did that, pfft, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's place for everybody. It I is. Mean, that's the bottom line. And, you know. I, I had a, a guest earlier. He's 67 years old and he still cosplays. My mother is in her 60s and she still cosplays. But it's the effort. You know, it's one of the things that I think it's lost, We, you know, in corporate society and, yep. and a variety mm-hmm. of sort of winner mentality types of things that we, we mm-hmm. you know, it's exist true. in at the moment is that... that it's about everybody doing it. It's, it doesn't matter. The kids in the Halloween costumes. Yeah. The, you know, that that's really no. what you're looking for. And it's, I, listen, I love it. We try to, at Cosplay Runway, we try to get 
all of it in there. Yeah. You know, that, and by the way, we particularly like the extremes. I like to have the, the really, really great stuff. Yeah. And, you know, have, have the amateurs or have, you know, have the, yeah. the kids that want to be involved. We do a lot of that kind of stuff. But I, I definitely think that there's, I, I may see it on Instagram and Facebook, you know, we don't get involved in it that much. We're really show purveyors. Yeah. yeah. But I just know that there's so much feuding amongst all yeah. the cosplay groups. And it, it just seems so petty now. You know, it just seems really petty. And and by uh. the way, it's, 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 it's a problem. You know, you really can't do it. You know, that, that it, it takes a, it takes a village. With it it does. It does. Choco and I are very big, very big on cosplay is for everyone. Cause positivity right. for your body positivity because I don't care if you are 400 pounds or four pounds. If you want to wear this shit, wear the shit. Okay. Two, we're also about safety. Yep. We right. are very big on safety in the mm-hmm. cosplay community because we're older and we're we want to leave the younger generation a safe place. Oh, for sure. I'm you a know. Dad. Yeah. yeah. And that's you know. And in fact, one of the things that's nice is because I've had the opportunity to do the things I do. I've been lucky to do. A lot of really interesting and special people. Yeah. And I give a shout out to the dads yeah. in all mm-hmm. of this because frequently they're kind of walking the perimeter and yep. paying attention. Mm-hmm. And especially when you get into, into fashion events and things yep. like this, you know, I mean, you, you really need them because it is, a, you got to make sure everybody's safe. And, and it is, a, it's, I think, you know, obviously there's a lot of predatory activity everywhere you go. It's no longer, it yeah. doesn't matter. No. You know, it happens everywhere. But I do think that there's a healthy dose of, of parenting and, you know, as I say, adults mm-hmm. in, out, certainly in, in, in the, you know, the intermediate to pro level. Oh, like, yeah. How many times do they call me a con mom? Yeah, you, yeah, I am you the mom. called con mom. I am con mom. If you see something, you have to say something. <laughs> yeah. That, that, you know, oh, yeah. That you got you to gotta be, be strong about it. So no. I'm, like, I'm like the silent con mom. Like, people forget I will con mom if they need it. Yeah. Like, but, but everyone's like, oh, let's go to Jade. Jade's there. <laughs> no, it's like I'm the one that that every immediately I'm like, did you eat today? Did you drink water? Are you in pain? Do you need some Advil? Like, what do you need? Are you okay? Are you safe? Who touched you? I'll kill you. <laughs> like, just like literally, it's, it's bad. <laughs> it's bad. But it's good. It's, that's it is. What it takes, mm. it is. It is. At least I know, and my friends have, have backed me up on this. Uh, my con family has backed me up on this. Choco can back me up on this. My, the the local community knows that if Jade's at a convention, you're going to be safe. Because well, I've yeah. literally chased people out of conventions trying to cause them bodily harm because they did something stupid and touched a minor or touched another cosplayer in an inappropriate way or ruined a cosplay because they were feeling petty. Yeah. You've seen me do it. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so... Yeah. Well, I think Don't mess lucky. with cosplayers. You know, the, the, the Comic-Con community overall, I think, is reasonably organized and together. Mm. And it's good people, you know. And I like to think that that's true in, in all communities. That there's, it's true. You know, that, that, that you have that. Um, and we've been really, really blessed to, to be involved at that level here now. Yeah. It's just been a real pleasure. We've, I mean, it's been a whirlwind, really. We started out during COVID. We did our first runway in 2020. Wow. Down in Orlando. 
So it was like December. Yeah. So it was literally the height of COVID. And it's funny because if I knew what I'd known now, I'd have flown. Yeah. There'd have been nobody on the plane. It'd have cost $5. Yeah. <laughs> taken two, and I wouldn't have gotten COVID, yeah. right? No. But I didn't know because we were like in the height of it. Yeah. So I drove all the way from New York City down to Orlando. And my partner, Catherine, was down there because the fashion industry didn't really stop. You know, they, they actually have all the things that were out there. I do a yeah. lot of disparate, I do comic books, I do art, right. I do a lot of events. Um, but the fashion industry didn't really stop. So they, where did they go? They went to places where they didn't have restrictions. Yeah. Florida and um, to Crackerville. So I drove down. <laughs> Thanks to Santis. Right, exactly right. So I drove down, um, which was, uh, you know, perfectly fine and whatever. But, you know, I th- had to stop at some hotel. They had everything, in, you know, wrapped in saran wrap. Everybody was so nervous. Yeah. We got down to uh, the hotel. You're going to, you want to. No, no, no. Yeah. It's okay. This is that. We, so we got down to the hotel um, and, you know, it was basically us. And we did a runway down there um, and, and did some video filming and right. got our collateral together. And immediately everybody involved in the show was uh, was all over. That I love suddenly it. Suddenly started to have models. So we then did it again during Orlando Swim Week about six months later. Okay. Which would have been July of 21? Probably. And um, so they, uh, it was a great show. We had the, uh, the, uh, the, the bombshells Ooh. down there. They were oh. terrific. Yep. Um, and, and a bunch of really good, fun people. John Ashford, who's a shoe designer, did yeah, some stuff for I'm, us. Yeah. And so anyway, so we uh, we did that show. And at, towards the end, we always have, you know, whatever. Right. But so <laughs> we were lining up our, you know, have them all walk through again. And the woman who runs the, 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 the bigger show that we were involved with says to me, she's like, Dan, who the fuck are all these people? <laughs> <laughs> right? And so I look up. And there were, there were like probably 20 or so cosplayers, models that I, I had no idea who they were. So I was like, I don't know, they're wearing costumes. Put them out there. <laughs> right, so he did, so we walked about. And what had turned out was, is that all these other models from all these other shows had heard that we were doing what we were doing. Oh. And so they came down in costumes, you know, and some of them were more or less terrific. That's, that's amazing. And that's always, that's been like a hallmark. We did um, Rhode Island Fashion Week. Mm-hmm. And wow. the same thing, like they were, I mean, we had like 30, 40 models that disappeared. Just, just appeared out of nowhere. <laughs> it's magic. The shows that we've done, you know, down <laughs> oh, in, in oh, New York. Oh, it's right. magic. <laughs> and they're super into it, you yeah. know, and as you say, in a wide degree, you know. The, yeah. The, but it's good, and you know, for them, they get an opportunity to get photos made in mm-hmm. a different kind of outfit costuming's become you know it's, it's a growing thing yeah and so you're beginning to start to see it in some of the pageant circuit stuff where they're wearing costumes or doing more elaborate designs yeah. and things like this so it's it's been a really interesting kind of as I say a real whirlwind and then you know Mark Gruenwald who's again my partner Catherine's mm-hmm. husband uh was inducted into the Comic Book Hall of Fame, so we had to go out there. That's awesome. And we've got a bunch of collateral things going on with that. Wow. And a lot of stuff interesting with Marvel Comics and the people from that generation. And yeah, it's just been a really good time right now. And it's fun because nothing's really picked up steam yet. Yeah. Everybody's still, like, even this, you can see, this is the first time. The last Tropicon I went to was in a parking lot. Yeah, oh, that yeah, was last yeah. year. Yeah. Right. So this is only the third year the Tropicon has been in existence. Right. Yeah. Um, this is also the first time that we are here at the Hyatt. Yes. 
We were I in believe, a different hotel. I think last year because of COVID, still we were was in, why it was outside. It was, I love yeah. that, by the way. I thought that was awesome. <laughs> I totally, it was a lot of fun. Yeah, totally. Yeah. yeah, and then the year before that, we were at a different hotel. Yeah, and I, I, that one was in Nassau County. Right? Nassau yeah, County. Okay. This one, the, yeah, that one was in Nassau County. Um, but the way they had the setup was a little bit wonky. So, but it was right. the first time, first yeah. time con. But you know, and the Phoenix Gate was there. Yeah, the Phoenix oh. Gate. Yeah, we were there. So you've been to all three. Yes, oh. but this is our first time having a table here. Oh. Mm-hmm. So you were there, but you didn't. No, we were them. we were there, and we ended up being the Wranglers. Um, it was me and my former partner. Um, we ended up being the cosplay Wranglers because nobody knew where the cosplayers were. Right. So they. Basically, what me and my my uh, my ex partner did, we went to Target, got a buttload of poster board and glitter. Yep, right. and glue, yep. and we just literally went this way to cosplayers and covered it in glitter in the parking lot, and we're literally standing in the middle of the <laughs> lobby of the hotel, going this way to cosplayers. And bringing everybody over there because there was also vendors in there that were not getting any attention because nobody knew they were there. Yeah, it was in like some separate area yeah. completely. Completely in a separate, yeah. It was that you would never think to go down that way, that yep. it was part of the convention. So we fixed it. Yeah. That's what the Phoenix <laughs> Gate did. And then last year we were just hanging out, having fun with our friends at Fat Guy Inc. and our cosplaying friend Rizuki over there. And this year they asked us to have a table. And here you are. And here we yeah. are. Well, I like the one in the parking lot. I had this idea to do something called Yard Con. Ooh. Oh, that yeah. sounds they, fun. They do cons in their yards. That, you know, yeah. Um, so one of my favorite conventions I've ever been to uh, in the past was Anime North. And they actually had um, on the Friday night, I think it was, they had a yard sale. And it was like all anime things that like people wanted to like kind of right. like do a yard sale of their totally. own stuff and it was you didn't have to be like a vendor or an artist alley person like it was just a separate thing that you got right. to do and it was the most fun thing I've ever done at a convention and you got rid of stuff and got new stuff I got such cool right. things that like you wouldn't you don't see anymore in the stores because it was like you know from people's personal collections right. so you can't but you know they're older things yeah. it was just so cool yeah it was it was a lot of fun sure yeah the one that was in the parking lot had that feel that swap mm-hmm. meet kind of yeah. feel which I thought was fun I saw some guy buy an Atari 2600 <laughs> Yeah. I'm thinking it's like maybe I'll sell mine. I mean, you know? I have a Steam Deck here. You see, this is my partner Catherine walking by. Oh, she's looking the wrong way. Okay, bye. There she goes. It's funny. I have a Steam there Deck here, goes. and I've been trying to sell it. What do you got? Sorry. I have the new six. Uh, what is it? The 512 gigabyte handheld Steam Deck, which apparently just came out, and you can't find it anywhere. Right. And I'm here selling it. Uh-huh. And I, most people don't even realize what it is. And it's literally a gaming computer in your hands. Ah. Yeah. It's yeah. like a portable PC. It's I'm literally old. a PC. I, if it doesn't take quarters, I'm yeah, not really I playing know. it. I mean, I'm just, really, you know. it's, just, it's like, and then I'm so tempted to be like, maybe I should bring my Sega Genesis tomorrow and see if I can sell that. But then I would, <laughs> I would cry because I still play it. That's how I feel about my 2600. Yeah. I spliced it to a television that was my grandmother's kitchen TV. Oh. So this TV is like from 1983 or something. Wow. That's amazing. And I did. I had to, by the way, I went to the Radio Shack, you know. Yes. And I the I'm so mad Radio Shack is gone. $3 of whatever it was. And, spliced it together. I think there are still a couple, but they're no yeah. longer franchised. It's just some yeah, dude no. that owned a Radio Shack. He's like, I don't want to give it up. <laughs> it's, the, it's the same way that Toys R Us exists in Canada. 
Is that right? Yeah. Toys R Us still exists in Canada. It doesn't exist here, but we are getting rumors that they are going to try to come back to the States. I think the one in Queens might reopen. It better. That one was big. I need that, that comeback. That's where I, I got all my right, collectibles. Though, I did hear that. that somebody's yeah. Buying, they buy the brand. You know, yeah, they buy yeah. the brand. But I, I want to ask, um, going back to the to the um, Cosmo, to the cosplay the runway. Yeah, yeah. Um, it was there. Has there ever been like a cosplay where you, when you were watching the runway happen, that you were just like, wow, like that one is like my favorite, like or just blew you all away all the time. Mm. Uh, it's, it's really true all the time, and it, it really the photos at the mm. end, are yeah, even more so because it is funny how the picture, you know, it's closer up. Yeah, yeah. You get the background differences and stuff. I mean, really, every show we have multiple people that are, are really, really special. Um, we did an Asgard oh, last cool. year with um, just incredible Mark. Wow. Mm-hmm. Uh, did this incredible Walt Simonson Thor. Oh, man. You know? That sounds and amazing. Just, uh, tremendous. Just tremendous. And um, we were really, uh, really blessed with, 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 with awesome people doing good stuff. Um, and like I said, for our purposes, we take it all, mm-hmm. and it's just so much fun. And I guess, you know, it's funny, I was saying this on the ride up, is to <laughs> me, it's kind of fun. I had started out in this type of stuff doing, um, I did, took, took original art down to our Basel. Mm-hmm. So oh, I was okay. working with uh, the Frazetta Estate, and I worked with Neil Adams for many, many years, and, and a lot of different uh, comic book artists and, mm-hmm. and, and collectors and things like that. And we brought them down to our Basel um, and did, did shows there for, for several years. Wow. Um, and so anyway, so the crossover was, a, was something that I had knew was work. Yeah. And it was interesting that people were interested and I of course realized, you know, that everybody loves fandom. Yeah. That, that almost without except, exception, you know, everybody just um, really loves to come and see this stuff and has an interest in it. So we've been able to um, you know, to, to, to mix it up in that regard. I'm sorry, you know, I completely lost my train of thought. Is is that what was you would say we were talking about? We were talking about any cosplay that made me blow Blow my mind yeah. all the time. I mean, photos. honestly, it blew your mind so you went off on that amazing tangent. I know, right? Exactly. Well, I, I mean, in, in all honesty, like, I've been saying for a while now, if any show, video game, movie, if they want their shit to get hyped, leak something to cosplayers. Right. Yeah. Sure. And as soon as we do it. All the time. All the time. Yeah. Like with Pokemon Scarlet and Violet that's coming out. I want to be Sada. And I, I want <laughs> to be Sprigatito. I want to be the green little cat. I, I, the, literally, the, the, the Pokemon Nintendo announced that. Yeah. Literally, within 12 hours, people had full-blown cosplays. No, and you're so smart, let me just say, because it's happening. Mm-hmm. And in fact, that is really where a lot of this stuff is going. And it's it's actually very exciting that there really are cosplayers that have professional careers doing yeah. this stuff now. I mean, we were talking to a fellow who does um, uh, mascots for for, mm-hmm. for corporations. Yeah. And, oh wow. You know, he did Chris Paul's uh, shorts. Mm-hmm. You know, things like this. That there's there's enormous opportunities. We did a panel out in San Diego. Um, At San Diego Comic Con. Semicon and Go- wow. With a, a guy named Jordan Bloom, who's a executive producer on Modoc with Pat Oswalt, mm-hmm. and they—he's a you know senior writer and creator and all that type of stuff. I, mean, I don't know if you've ever seen the show, but it's actually really good. Modoc. Modoc. Yeah. I haven't yet, but I've heard good things. Yeah, it's all mm-hmm. good. But they had a cosplayer that was doing a Modoc, and was you know part of the 
mystique, you know, that yeah. they retweet. They do. My daughter was out there um, with me and David Desmalshin. Yeah. He was there promoting his things. Mm-hmm. And, you know, so the, the, the wearing of the costumes and, you know, with social media, that oh, know, it yeah. becomes an unreal thing. And, you know, obviously there are lots of cosplayers that are getting huge amounts of hits. And that's yeah. the currency of advertising at this point. It's so true. That there's there's metrics on that type of stuff. I don't want, want to be wrong and quote it, but they're, you know, whatever. No, yeah, you got 100,000 followers, you get to a million followers, yeah. it's worth 30 grand. No, you it's, know, or something it's like true. That. I mean, I have a decent following on TikTok mm-hmm. thanks to my cosplay. And I create my own original characters a lot for cosplay on TikTok. And... There's this one character that I had, and I never expected it to go viral, but it did. And it's literally, it was just a joke between me and my best friend. And it's literally my take on Flaming Hot Cheetos. Right. That's all it is. Nice, sure, well. But because of that, because of that, I'm seeing (laughs) seeing fashion items. I'm seeing people copying the look. I'm like, okay, I'm good with this. I'm, yes, yes, I'm good. Like, you know, I mean, Cheetos, reach out to me. What's going on? What's and up? it's integrating itself into, into you know, pop culture. It's integrating itself into into fashion trends yeah. and yeah. things like that. I mean, you, we're talking about the Met Gala before. But these things mm-hmm. have real influence. You know, it's one of the things that's funny. You know, you go to a runway show and you see somebody wearing a sack over their head or some kind of design. You're like, who would wear this? I don't understand. Yeah. And it, what people don't always understand is it's not so much that you, people are going to wear that. So much as it begins to influence what, you know, a variety of different sensibilities. Yeah. Easy ones would be color and yeah. certain fabrics and this kind of thing. There's more complex analysis, but nevertheless, it isn't about the ridiculous bag over the head. But you are beginning to really see that stuff enter into. I remember when I first saw that Hunger Games. Yeah. You knew well, that it was coming. Yeah. I, I saw a lot of people like had started cosplaying like their own original characters of like knights and princesses and stuff. And like, and now royalty core is like very popular just like as a fashion as, statement. As, yeah. Just wearing like those kind of like right. medieval dresses like sure. as on the norm, not right. in costume. Pirate core too. Yeah. yeah. Pirate core, Renaissance sure. fair. We and did, by from, the way, a whole yeah. Black Panther thing. Oh, that would yeah. blow me away. Yeah. Is that they were royalty. We had a storm mm. yep. and, and, and a chichala, oh. and they were in their regal wear. It was not <gasps> Black Panther. That. Oh, it was really I terrific. I love that. And I thought all the costumes from the Black Panther should have been marketed more. I mean, I would have rocked one of those jackets for sure. I oh. mean, fair. See, that, that's why I like. Um, I don't. Have you heard of the Her Universe? Yes, like, of course. No, they're yeah. the premiere. Yeah. I love that. Like they take those designs and like you'll start sure. seeing it in the hot topics. You'll see like right. stuff based off of those designs. Right. Not obviously the actual thing because you know like you wouldn't like you were saying you wouldn't wear those exact things right. on the daily. Um, but I, I love that. I wish co- like companies did that more where they made like just like casual versions of their characters. It literally so reminds me in that. Well, it that would be so cool. That very popular. Yeah. There's a term for it which I'm oh, not Oh like Disney draw. bounding and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, there's, yeah there's Disney bounding. Term. You yeah. know what it literally reminds me of? It reminds me of that scene in The Devil Wears Prada. Which one? Oh, with where the, uh, the color, the color blue, that blue, that shade of blue, that shade yeah. of blue, where she walk, where um, Anne Hathaway's, uh, Anne Hathaway's character know. walks in, and she said, you know, she laughs because one of the stylists hands up two blue belts right. and goes, they're so different, and she starts laughing, right. and then the next thing you know, you have this whole just holy shit moment of how we actually get the trickle down of high couture Mm -hmm. where it's like 
that bell, that belt was not blue. It was not sharp. It, well, what did she say? It was not. Um, I don't remember. It was not. It was not navy. I know, I know the scene. Yeah. If I remember, she goes, "It's not navy. It's not blue. It's actually cerulean." And then because of that, Oscar De La Renta did an entire line on cerulean gowns and la 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 la. So now you were able to fish that bargain basement sweater out of your Target for twenty dollars because of a cerulean belt picked by the very people in this room. Right. And yeah. by the way, cosplay is beginning to integrate itself into that. Exactly. Which is interesting. And costuming as well. And so we're really privileged to be part of that operation. We're privileged to have you with us oh, here talking about it. To tell you. <laughs> no, awesome. seriously. It's kind of fun. Right? Yeah, no, it is fun. You know? <laughs> I love it. I'm, I'm, I can talk about fashion and cosplay for yeah, hours. Like, same. I'm not even kidding. It's, right, well. it's, I love it. That's why I love, like... Well, I don't enjoy going to Katsukon on for like personal reasons. I love watching the Met Gala that they do have at Katsukon. It's like an unofficial one, but they'll do like Met Gala inspired versions of characters, and I'm just like, I'll watch it every year. And I'm just like, these are fun. Or I the, like these. or the C2E2 cosplay. Contest. Yes, yes, that's a good Oof, one too. That's a good one. I mean, I watch the World Cosplay Summit every yeah. year too. By the way, the Caribbean Championship is tonight, I believe. Oh, oh nice. Cosplay Championships tonight. <gasps> yeah. In Trinidad. Go Barbados. Yes. For Curie Cat to win that one. Yes. Well, it was a pleasure having you here today. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. But we have to wrap it up because we got to keep going and keep this party going at (laughs) TropicCon. So um, drop your socials so everybody can come and annoy you. Right. I'm at uh, cosplay.runway.com. There you go. Oh, that's not right. At (laughs) cosplay.runway and at cosplayrunway.com. Nice. Check it out. If you guys are available on September 10th here, and you said it was at the Regents. Marriott Marquis. Marriott Marquis. Times Square. (laughs) Times Square. Go to the Cosplay Runway show. Yes. Unfortunately, Chocobo and I can't make that one, but we're going to definitely try to make the one in February. Yeah. Yeah. Or maybe maybe the one in October if it happens. Yeah, if you do one in October, we'll be there. One that sounds amazing. Definitely, I think that one will be in Barbados. Oh, okay, okay. Then <laughs> never mind yeah, that one. Really in another life. <laughs> <laughs> but either, either way, we'll definitely see you again at New York City Comic Con. Sure, yeah, for sure. yeah, absolutely. You'll get you to see us in our again. full cosplay garb. Our partner Catherine on. She can. Yeah, we would love yeah. that. And we're yeah. definitely going to have you both on for at a later date for a full podcast, mm-hmm. not at a convention. Well, this was awesome. Yeah. Are you kidding me? And you guys are awesome. Aw, thank you. you. (laughs) Appreciate it. But thank thank you you so much for joining us. And it's your girls coming live from Tropicon again. If you're not here, why not? (laughs) All right? Come on. It's almost time. Let's go. The day's almost over. Come on over. Yeah. And if not, (laughs) come bother us tomorrow. We'll be here all day again. Yeah. Yeah, buddy. Bye. Bye.